August 26th, 2 Corinthians, chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. This letter is from Paul, appointed by God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, and from our dear brother Timothy. We are writing to God's church in Corinth and to all the Christians throughout Greece. May God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, give you His grace and peace. All praise to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the source of every mercy and the God who comforts us. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When others are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. You can be sure that the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with His comfort through Christ. So when we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your benefit and salvation. For when God comforts us, it is so that we, in turn, can be an encouragement to you. Then you can patiently endure the same things we suffer. We are confident that as you share in suffering, you will also share God's comfort. I think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble we went through in the province of Asia. We were crushed and completely overwhelmed, and we thought we would never live through it. In fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we learned not only to rely on ourselves, but on God who can raise the dead. And He did deliver us from mortal danger, and we are confident that He will continue to deliver us. He will rescue us because you are helping by praying for us. As a result, many will give thanks to God, because so many people's prayers for our safety have been answered. This is one of the foundational truths that people get so wrong with Christianity. Jesus does not hate sinners. Too many Christians think that. Too many non-Christians think that. Jesus doesn't hate sinners. He loves sinners. Too many church people, too many religious people are self-righteous, pharisaical people who look at sinners as a worthless, lost cause that deserves nothing but God's judgment. God would never receive people like that. That's not how Jesus sees sinners. He sees sinners as lost sheep that are priceless, that He wants to rescue. Imagine you've got a hundred sheep. Which one of you, if you lost one of them, would just leave it to die? And for a sheep to wander off from the shepherd, from the flock, it was a death sentence. Sin is a death sentence to us. And Jesus' audience knew that. He knew that a sheep, a lost sheep, was a dead sheep. Good shepherds, if they're a lost sheep, they go find them. And they bring them back and they celebrate when they find them. Which one of you, if you had sheep, wouldn't do that? Because what kind of person do you have to be to see a sheep like that and just let it die? You don't really understand God and you don't really understand my heart, Jesus says. If you think that I'm going to let helpless, lost people just die out there. Whether you're a Christian or not, to believe that God doesn't love sinners or that God couldn't possibly love you because of your sin, it's just not true. God loves you in spite of your sin. 
That is love. These self-righteous religious people thought you had to be good enough to be loved or accepted by God. And Jesus says, no, none of you can be good enough. I'm good enough. You're not good enough sheep. I'm a good enough shepherd.